Hello and welcome to the Accidental Saint Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Summit. Today is Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. And today we're going to continue our conversation about anxiety and God and God's will. But first, uh, my apologies for not posting yesterday. I had started to record and um, life. So my wonderful daughters and husband had some uh, early morning needs yesterday. So everybody's fine and well. And here we are this morning with, I think, a deeper reflection than I would have been able to provide yesterday. So a good thing that my morning was uh, put on a different track. I think last week what I saw was this immense anxiety, just overwhelming, almost debilitating, and the recognition that maybe I needed to shift my focus in life towards God, centered on God, giving my anxieties to him as often as I could muster up the courage to do so. And all of a sudden, my anxieties dissipated. Now, they've resurged, little resurgence going on, a couple of days, not my best self. The weight of things um, can sometimes be unbearable for me with my need to have a cadence to things that does not often line up with having two kids and a dog and a husband and a full-time job and this ministry and other things that I haven't figured out how to say no to yet. But what I found and what I hope continues because I've keep saying, I've not solved this. I'm just sharing my own personal journey here. What I hope happens is what I saw over the past few days, which is where I did have a flare up of anxiety that resulted in maybe not the the best interactions with the people around me. The ability to recover from that, sometimes even in the moment, was pretty phenomenal. So that cycle of anxiety impacting others around me and then the ability to kind of walk back from that um, was not always as fast or as clean or as anything. I also found that when I returned back to stasis, there was a piece that came with that. Now I've got a to-do list that is literally never ending, right? There's just always more to be done. Um, that is the life, right? That, that our society has, um, allowed for me to create for myself and the one that I'm living in today. At some point, I hope that I've got you know, two basic to-do lists, right? 
or two basic things on my to-do list, you know, hug my family and pray to my God. But for now, (laughs) there's a whole bunch of other things on there. So it seemed to work last week, this thought that if I turned to God, I could see my anxiety lessen. I still have all the things to do, but I'm also able to recognize that only so many of them are going to get done in a day. And the priority doesn't always need to be the priority I think it is. Sometimes, you know, the load of laundry can wait because the kids want to spend some time with their mom or my husband deserves some time where I'm sitting and not running around the house. It's worth a shot. I think I said this last week, right? It's worth a shot. If you are having struggles with finding peace in your life, if you are having trouble connecting to the people around you because of your anxiety, if you don't know where to start and even committing to daily prayer of of a rosary or a divine mercy chaplet or a novena, my favorite surrender novena, litany of humility, litany of trust. Those are some of my favorites right now. If that just seems so overwhelming, then may I offer up something a little simpler. Just say, God, I cannot do this on my own. I am proving that every day. I ask that you give me the grace to turn these anxieties to you. And in your mercy, accept them and grant me peace. Help me to find your will in today. And maybe even just start with the next hour or 15 minutes. Help me find your will. As your servant, I ask this. Amen. So give that a shot today. See what happens. I do have a second topic today. And I think my anxiety over the weekend and just this constant need to remind myself that I'm trying to let God take care of things instead of me is around what's happening with the Supreme Court in this country, the leaked opinion that would appear to overturn Roe v. Wade, and the evil that has sprung up around those attempting to defend life. There are lots of arguments on all sides for 
why the other group gets it wrong. The thing that we could have been doing since Roe versus Wade as a pro-life community, as a group of people who say that we defend life, we had decades to put in place and there are some, don't get me wrong, there are some of these programs in place, but nowhere near as many as is necessary for where society has moved since Roe v. Wade. But we had all of this time to create opportunity, education, support systems that addressed when a woman became pregnant and was terrified of what that meant for her and her unborn child. Whether it was a safe place to live and have the baby, give the baby up for adoption or support in keeping the baby, education, job training, daycare, housing, right? Whatever it was going to take for her to be able to take care of that child or even assume the father was still in the picture and, and wanting to be present for that baby's life, ensuring he also was able to do those things, right? Get educated, get a job that would allow him to care for his family, um, you know, help, help them find, you know, safe housing, education, etc. as the child grows. We've had decades, decades to do this. More times than, you know, you probably remember, we had conservatives in all places within the government, and they did very little, very little to build a pro-life country, even if we had this Roe versus Wade that said, you know, for whatever reason that killing your child is not really murder and is legal. So the question we have to ask ourselves now is who are we? We can see who the other side is. They are in attempting to intimidate Supreme Court justices at their homes, the politicians who run the states they live in are doing nothing about it. We have Supreme Court justices and their families being removed to undisclosed locations never in the history of this country. Has our entire way of life been on the brink the way it is today? All of that aside, right? prayers for protection for the Supreme Court justices, for the courage to stand firm um, if indeed that, you know, they were, are going to overturn Roe versus Wade, and I, I pray that they do. We have a choice to make now. Are we going to 
do the things that need to be done so that as more children come into this world, in this country, that their mothers and those children are safe, fed, clothed, housed, educated, provided opportunity, regardless of who they are and the circumstances surrounding the birth of their child. Are we going to be Christ's light to the most vulnerable among us? And are we willing to put our time and our money and our talents to making that reality? The one that says you have been blessed with creating life, right? Only, only God can create and he gave mothers the ability to carry and nurture and bear children. As our blessed mother did. And this is that moment. If you were waiting for like, hey, what does God want me to do in this life? This is it. Whether it is helping support a nonprofit or even a, a you know, a, a somebody who's decided not to go the nonprofit route, but is doing this type of work to help mothers, to help the children, to help the fathers, to help the men be good fathers. And not only creating that reality that every child deserves, they deserve to be fed, to have medical care, to have a mother who isn't worried about putting a roof over their head or how she's going to continue at school or how she's going to find a safe neighborhood to live in with no money. And, you know, I mean, like we're just, we just got to get there. We got to, we got to be willing to do the work to get there. The other thing that we've had decades to do (laughs) and haven't conquered yet is how do we lessen the the need for this service, not just through supporting the mother and the father and any other children they may already have through this process or the adoptive parents or anyone else in the mix once the child is born, but also how do we help stop the need for the abortion in the first place? How do you help people? How do you help young women and young men or even full grown women and men make choices that ensure this isn't the outcome? How do we give people back the respect for their own body, the understanding of what God intended when he made us male and female, what his plan always was since the beginning of time that we in our brokenness ran away from. We 
we have to help change this generation and the subsequent ones who are currently on a path of whatever feels good to me. If I'm not physically hurting you, then you should get out of my way. Even though anytime someone in society fails or makes a series of really bad choices, it does impact us all because you're not following God's plan for your life. You're not being the person God intended you to be. And so we, as a, we are all humanity, um, the losers in that we are all impacted. We are impacted by greatness and we are impacted when people fall. Maybe not directly, maybe not immediately, but in, in total, my failures impact my family every day. So the call then, and I'll wrap this up because I didn't intend this to be this long of a, of an episode. The call for, for us today in, in this path towards being saints in this path of God, what is your will for me today? What is your will for my life? At the core of what he's called us to do is defend life. Defend life. Defend those who are defending life. And help those who have made the choice of life. We have a responsibility to our neighbors regardless of what the government tells you. We have a responsibility to help those who are unable to help themselves today. We have a responsibility to lovingly and as unjudgingly as we can as humans, because God is really the only judge that matters here um, at the end of our lives, help those who have found themselves in a circumstance of being pregnant without having wanted to be, or being pregnant and excited about it, but having someone else in their life who is attempting to coerce them to end that life. I do not know the answers to how to do all these things. I know it is on my heart today. It was on my heart yesterday. I have to figure out my, what God is asking me personally to do here. Is it my time? Is it, you know, talents I may have? Is it money? Is it, you know, volunteering? I got to figure that out. And you got to figure that out too. But he's calling each of us. I'm praying for you today and always, and today especially, let's pray for those who are defending life, 
on the front lines and may even be at risk for defending life, their own lives, the lives of those people they love. And let's pray for conversion of heart for all of those who are not choosing life, who are intimidating those who are, who are unsure what it means to be, or even don't even realize that they are a child of God. So let's pray for their conversion today as well. And the conversion of our president. And all of our elected leaders, especially those who are raised and claim to be Catholic. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day.